coffee culture is brewed for connection. Under the guise of coffee, we've been meeting in cafes for centuries. Today is no different. Coffee Culture, the podcast, explores the meetup. If you are a coffee enthusiast, maybe seeking modern love on a coffee date or want some health hacks, we'll dig into that too. I'm Holly Shannon. Come wrap your hands around a hot cup of connection with me on Coffee Culture. Hello, Coffee Culture family. Today, we are going to explore the science of coffee from caffeine to aroma, flavor, and health benefits. We all know coffee is a complex mixture of chemicals that give the beverage its unique aroma, taste, and effects on the body. The main active ingredient in coffee is caffeine, which is a natural stimulant. It's my favorite one. When consumed, caffeine is absorbed by the stomach and small intestine and then passes into the bloodstream. It then travels to the brain where it blocks the action of a neurotransmitter called adenosine. This helps to promote sleep and relaxation. This results in increased alertness and energy as well as improved mood and cognitive function. Coffee also contains a variety of other compounds that contribute to its flavor and health effects. And some of these other key compounds in coffee include chlorogenic acids. These are a group of antioxidants that are found in coffee and are thought to have health benefits, such as reducing the risk of heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and some types of cancer. Another compound is called trigonelline. And it has a woody, earthy taste and is found in coffee beans. It breaks down into nicotinic acid, also known as niacin, during the roasting process. Another one is called melanoidins. These compounds are formed during the roasting process and contribute to the color, aroma, and taste of the coffee. Volatiles are organic compounds that evaporate easily and are responsible for the aroma and flavor of the coffee. In addition to its chemistry, the way coffee beans are roasted and brewed also play a big role in the final taste of the coffee. The specific roast profile will also have an effect on the flavor of the coffee. To be specific, Roast profile refers to the specific temperature and timing used during the roasting process. Light roast, medium roast, and dark roast are the three primary roast profiles, each with its own unique flavor characteristics. Light roasts are characterized by a light body and acidity, while medium roasts are characterized by a balanced body and acidity. Dark roasts have a full body and are characterized by a smoky or bitter flavor. The roast profile also affects the caffeine content. Get ready for this one. With dark roasts having less caffeine than light roasts. Yes, I'm going to repeat that. Dark roasts having less caffeine than light roasts. It's true because I hate to kill dark roast lovers with this one because I love dark roasts. But everybody thinks the darker the roast, the bolder the coffee. Well, you definitely get a bolder flavor, but not a bigger kick of caffeine. So overall, the science of coffee is complex and multifaceted, involving the chemistry, biology, and physics of coffee growing, processing, and brewing. Okay, 
Let's talk about our energy level. Honestly, I noticed my productivity waning around mid-afternoon, and I found a solution, so I thought I would share it with my coffee culture family. I started taking Magic Mind with my coffee at about three o'clock every day. It's this little green elixir and my newest productivity hack. It makes my coffee do more so I can do more. And I believe it's the neurotropics. It's got lion's mane in it, and it truly makes me sharper. I'd like you to feel on your game every day, so I've partnered with Magic Mind to put together a tremendous offer for you. In the next 10 days, you can get up to 56% off your first subscription. Go to magicmind.co forward slash coffee culture, and it gets better. If you use the promo code HOLLIES20, you get an additional 20% off that subscription. Magic Mind has matcha, neurotropics, and adaptogens, and this two-ounce shot changes the game. And guess what? It tastes like pineapple juice to me. Go get yours now. I'll put the code in the show notes. Productivity and clarity await you with Magic Mind. Research on coffee's effects on health and well-being is ongoing, and the results are sometimes conflicting, which I've brought up in a few episodes. One of the things I want to point out lastly is mold. And I'm bringing it up here because some people have health issues from coffee but could never pinpoint why. Exploring how your coffee is produced can be something worth researching. There are companies that sell coffee specifically touting the care taken to not have mold on their product. Bulletproof is one of the brands I found that takes great care of this. Mold can form on coffee due to a combination of factors, including high humidity, warm temperatures, and lack of proper storage. When coffee beans are stored in an environment that is too moist or warm, they can become a breeding ground for mold spores. These spores can then grow and multiply, leading to mold growth on the beans. Mold can have a significant impact on the flavor and quality of coffee. When mold grows on coffee beans, it produces mycotoxins, which are toxic compounds that can cause serious health problems if consumed in large quantities. These mycotoxins can also affect the taste and aroma of the coffee, making it taste musty, bitter, or spoiled. In addition, mold growth can also cause the beans to lose their freshness and aroma. So it's important to store your coffee beans in an airtight container in a cool, dry place to prevent mold. And if you notice mold on the beans, discard the affected beans. I personally would just throw away the whole bag. So we've learned a lot here today, and I want to point out that um, it might be interesting if the next frontier of coffee uh, plays around with the different roast profiles. Like, I love that bold, rich flavor that I get from dark roast coffee, but I actually love the caffeine kick and the lower acidity that comes with light roast. So I think the next frontier of specialty coffee is going to be not necessarily a blend of regions or flavor profiles so much as roasting profiles. So I would love to have a coffee that uses maybe 50% light roast. So it's got a much lower acidity for me, but a little more kick 
in the pants for me for my productivity, but then maybe also has some dark roast in it that gives me that flavor profile that I'm looking for. So I'm curious what you drink. Uh, do you have a preference on, on the profile? And were you shocked to hear that dark roast is lighter in caffeine than light roast? All right, coffee lovers, leave me a message either on an Apple review or uh, send me a DM. Hope to hear from you soon. Hey, coffee lovers, please share coffee culture with a friend. You can send your questions or ideas for great stories about connection to me on my Instagram or YouTube channel. All relevant links are in the show notes, along with the buy me a coffee link if you'd like to support this indie podcaster. Also, my best-selling book, Zero to Podcast, will help you start your show in less than three weeks. Whether it's your personal goal or to inspire a friend, let me help you at hollyshannon.com. Thank you, coffee lovers. This season is produced by Pale Blue Studios.